Hola, and welcome to Latino Book Chat. I am your host, Cristian Meneses Jacobs. We invite you to participate in our conversations with Latino authors, illustrators, and others who share their insights into the book publishing industry. The Highlights Foundation's mission is to positively impact children by amplifying the voices of storytellers who inform, educate, and inspire children to become their best selves. The foundation hosts online and in-person workshops and retreat programs that provide education, support, and encouragement for both beginning and published authors and illustrators. The campus is located in northeastern Pennsylvania, and it is cared for by the descendants of the Highlights for Children magazine founders. Alexandra Villasante is the Highlights Foundation program manager and an author. Her debut young adult novel, The Grief Keeper, was a fall 2019 Junior Library Guild Gold selection and winner of the 2020 Lambda Literary Award for LGBTQ children's literature, young adult fiction. She's a contributor to two young adult short story anthologies, All Signs to Point to Yes and Our Shadows Have Claws. Latino Bookshop welcomes Alexandra Villasante. Thank you for chatting with us today. Hola, Cristian. It's so nice to be here with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. For those who are not familiar with the Highlights Foundation, could you please give us uh, some brief history about it? Sure. So you mentioned it um, very well. And I think that um, we've been through a lot of different iterations, especially in a lot of changes in the last two years. But for more than 35 years, the foundation really has embraced those core values of excellence, creativity, diversity, and integrity. And the way that the foundation put those values out in the world is by helping writers, illustrators, creators really inspire children, as you said, to become their best selves. And we do that through through uh, education courses. Uh, for many, many years, um, we've had those courses in person on a beautiful campus in the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania. Um, and it's lovely there because you get to really be a full writer or illustrator, leave your troubles behind, you know, be in the beautiful woods with other people in community and, and really get the work done. So that's that's been sort of how we've, we've affected change in uh, children's literature for many years. Um, and then when the pandemic hit and we could not meet in person as we really had been used to doing. Um, we pivoted to to online courses, um, and a lot of people did that. A lot of you know schools did uh, virtual learning, and but what we found with pivoting to online courses is that we could reach and and service so many people that either could not travel because of resources or because of of accessibility and it just opened up a whole new community for us so that was really quite an amazing gift that was first a challenge and then became a gift so that that's really about you know where we where we have been and sort of where we're going now we are, are having both on person right now we're having on person in-person um, courses and workshops and retreats and at the same time online workshops and retreats too so it's a busy time but it's good <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful I have been to the campus many many times uh, even before the barn was there uh-huh and it's just right. absolutely beautiful it's just so peaceful my husband and I always like to arrive like a day or two earlier mm -hmm. just to experience the 
peacefulness of the area and I can see why you know writers would like to go and stay there for a while and write their books without any distractions yeah it's really the best of both worlds because you can go and get your work done and be a little bit isolated from sort of the the day-to-day real world but you can also come to the barn as you said during meal times and break bread and and be in community which for writers uh who and illustrators who do spend a lot of time working on their own, it's so important to have that community. How do these uh, workshops and programs benefit writers and illustrators? So I think in many ways, because we try to um, create our programming to um, to be helpful to many different levels. So we have courses that are for more beginning um, uh, creators, like we have Crash Course in Children's Publishing, which really is a multi-week, multi-month course right now that runs online and it's it's just giving you all the information for somebody who does not uh, know the children's publishing world it can be a little daunting like where do you start what even is an agent or a query letter how do I write a children's book um, so so a course like that is really for beginners to get all the information about uh, children's publishing that they could and then we have other courses that are for more experienced creators right now on campus we have an in-company uh, workshop that is for people who are published and working in children's publishing and really are looking for getting to that next level so uh, it's a different it's a different level of course um, but we try to have as many different options for people because we want as I said in the beginning, and you said so beautifully when you mentioned our mission, we really want to impact children by amplifying the voices of the storytellers who really are going to come across with those uh, you know, wonderful, ex- inclusive and representational stories. So many workshops. I've seen the list of workshops that are in person, online. So tell us about who comprises the faculty for these workshops and the retreat. So everybody cool. No, I, I mean, for me, I, I love literature and I, uh, I love like, you know, it, it never gets old to me, even though I'm published when I see names like Meg Medina and Carol Boston Weatherford, I'm like, oh, you know, like, wow, these are superstars in children's. Um, me too. Yeah, right? So It's like you see a Hollywood star, you know. It is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's what it feels like. So, so, you know, some of just some of them. And I, I name drop Meg Medina because I'm just such a fan of of her work because she she runs that gamut of someone who writes for young adult, someone who writes uh, middle grade, someone who writes children's books and does it all so beautifully. And you know, and and being a, a Latinx author and someone who just just is is a wonderful person. We are so just happy to have her as part of our faculty. We also have people like Leslie Newman, who's an award-winning LGBTQIA author and poet. Um, she is one of the faculty members for our Writing the Rim- Rainbow online workshop. We have, gosh, so many amazing people. Uh, Tracy Baptiste, who is also an amazing um, author, did a wonderful um online course about world building she writes a lot of fantasy so we 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 really look to the people who are working in children's literature have a same sort of ethos that the highlights foundation does about inspiring children and really making sure that they they feel seen in children's literature just so many so many wonderful 
uh, illustrators. I haven't gotten the illustrators. Oh my gosh, there's so many. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, Shadra Strickland. I'm thinking of Steve Light. I'm thinking of Daria Peoples. I, we could have a 12-hour conversation about our <laughs> faculty, but they really are. They all are exceptional uh, creators uh, working at children's literature, uh, in children's literature and public and, and art and creators. And I, I feel like they all just give so much to our to our students. Yeah. And to us. <laughs> yeah. And I think something important is that the Highlight Foundations attracts all these top-notch faculty. It's important for our listeners to understand that they're going to be taught by the best of the best yeah i mean we really do we we look i mean we are such we're such can i say this we're such book nerds we are book (laughs) nerds so we are like completely immersed in the in the books that are out there that you know we we watch the awards we watch the ala awards we watch the lambda awards we watch the pura bel pre awards like we and 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 those are people that we uh, in some cases have been to classes of ours or we've seen them before and we cheer them on because this is our community so to have these these amazing creators come back and teach with us is just such a privilege and, and we work hard to to build those um, relationships with them yeah and when you mention Alexandra about children's literature you're also including mi- middle school and mm-hmm. young adults not just picture books right absolutely all the way picture we've got picture book classes we've got middle grade specific classes we've got young and adult specific classes we also have uh, poetry classes. We have uh, illustration, like specifically for illustrators only. Uh, we have classes that are for author illustrators, people who want to do both and sort of that, that finding out how that works when somebody is both an author and an illustrator. So yeah, and, and many creators these days are doing more than one thing. I, I mentioned Meg Medina. There's another um, author who is just a brilliant author. Their name is Nonica Ramos. Um, they wrote uh, Your Mama. That's a picture book. They also wrote an amazing young adult called The Disturbed Girls uh, Dictionary. Mm. So someone like that who is put, uh, their output is so creative and so uh, varied. We love to have on faculty. So Nonika is also on our faculty because they really have that that breadth of, of, of experience and knowledge. See, I wanted to ask you, are these workshops organized into a series that participants can take toward a specific goal that they have in mind? That is such a good question, Christian. I think that because we service so many different kinds of people and so at so many different levels, we you could look at it and say, okay, I've never heard of any children's books. I've just gotten this idea. What do I do first? So for that level, we offer something called uh, minis. They're usually one or two night minis, and they're really almost like a, a, a quick survey of a topic. So we have a mini coming up in July for, about world building. And it's very, uh, uh, the price point is is very uh, affordable. It's only two nights. The commitment is low. So that if you just were like, yeah, you know, I had this idea, but I don't really know if I really want to do this. You could take that and see if it's something that leads you to more. We have that. And then we have all the way up to something very intensive, like the whole novel workshop on campus where you get your entire novel read by faculty member like everything you have all 300 pages you you get it read and you get it talked about so the reason I say that is because we want to make sure that we're able to meet you where you are as a student we don't prescribe like 
A, do this, B, do this, C, do that. But we have places where everyone can plug in and, and find, you know, what works for them. And we also have a wonderful ambassador program. We have an ambassador uh, that's part of the Highlights Foundation, who if you're not sure what you're looking for, or what you need, you can reach out to the ambassador and just say, this is my situation. What, what sounds like it might be right for me? And, and they can help you find that out. Oh, so you offer some guidance with that's important. Yeah, because like you we said, do. so many people, like you say, have an idea about where do I go with it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's hard, it's hard to get that information. There's a lot of information online, but you know, don't necessarily know how reputable it is or where it's coming from. And when you know, when you connect with the Highlights Foundation, you know, whether it's with an ambassador at a, or a mini, or as another example, we uh, do about once a month, we do events, uh, a gather, and it's a free event that's open to anyone because we also want to like get out there and sort of say, hey, here we are. <laughs> have you heard of us? You know, come and, and be in community with us. So we have a free gather coming up on Wednesday, June 15th at 8 p.m. And it's a pride celebration of stories. So we're celebrating Pride Month and we have amazing, like amazing, talk about like, you know, you get those stars in your eyes. Yes. Amazing, <laughs> amazing authors. We have Nonica Ramos, who I mentioned already, Anne-Marie McElmore, who is one of my favorite, favorite authors, and Jazz Havens. They are a person who is, uh, their first book is being published next year, I believe, or is it, maybe it's even the end of this year. I'm not sure. I should check on that. But Jazz was a student of ours um, mm. a couple of years ago. And it's so lovely to have them back because we saw them sort of when they were working on these books and didn't have representation yet, and then saw them get representation and then get their book bought. So it's it's just a lovely, things like that, that are free and open to the public, I think allow people to get to know us a little bit and get to know what kind of community we are definitely that that's that sounds really cool uh, i'm so excited any latinx uh writers on or coming to the gathering oh uh, almost entirely all of them so nonica ramos is uh is uh puerto Riqueña. anna marie macklemore is also latinx they are uh, just they write the most beautiful book they are like one of my favorite authors i I mean, I definitely get very excited when they come to campus, um, but they write young adult books that are full of magical realism and are just the most gorgeous and just most evocative books. I could really, we could speak forever on those, but, um, but yeah, so there's, there is, there's a ton of diverse faculty members and guests to our courses and also to our, to our gathers. We've talked about the workshops, which are like very important for the students, the beginners, the advanced, but also I know you offer retreats. Tell us about the retreats. How does that work? Well, the retreats are interesting because they are sort of, there's, there's a different, a few different kinds of retreats. Um, some of the retreats are like revision retreat. So they might be part of something that was online, like a, a revision retreat online that has at the end a sort of, now that we've told you, um, all the great ways that you can do your revision, come on campus and do the work. And those usually have very minimal programming while you're on campus and a lot of like a maximum amount of time for you to get your work done. And those can be pretty intense because you're working hard at toward a goal, right? So that would be like one kind of retreat. We also have retreats that we call in-community retreats. So we had an AAPI uh, retreat not too long ago, which is Asian American Pacific Islander retreat. That was one of those things, a beautiful thing where you can 
come on campus and be with people who really are speaking a lot of the same language and actually language, but also metaphorical language in the sense that that belonging to a, a marginalized community that you have a lot of the same challenges and a lot of the same, um, sometimes even the same goals. So being able to come together with faculty, not a lot of like actual classes, because again, at a retreat, uh, as opposed to a workshop, your goal is really to build community and get your work done. So those are some examples of how retreats work. But I just I feel like in every class we offer, every workshop we offer, every retreat, there's a little bit of something. There's a little a little bit of of, of everything. You might come on campus only to do your work, but you're going to find amazing people that you had not met before and make those connections because you can't help but build community when you're on campus. And then when you, you know, if you come to a class just to learn things and you're like, I I just need to know how to line edit, you know, that's another Mm -hmm. online class we do. I just really need to get this, this knowledge down, but you'll also you know, find some other people that are in your community that you can, you can look to for apoyo, no, for uh, support. So uh, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of beautiful ways that you can connect. And I think people are always a little bit surprised about how many, how much you can get out of these workshops and retreats. Yeah, especially, you know, in that beautiful campus with all the peace around you. Yeah. yeah. And, and Christian, you haven't even mentioned the food yet. I can't believe you oh. haven't <laughs> Oh my God, the food is absolutely delicious. It's like this top-notch chefs there. Oh my God. Yes, Yes. Chef Amanda and all of her team are incredible. I I mean, I do a lot of online courses, so I don't want to... I don't want to <laughs> say that the food is everything because, you know, the, our faculty and our courses and our staff are incredible wherever you engage with us. But the the uh, the food is so amazing on campus and so much of it is uh, locally sourced. And it's just a wonderful experience having this five star level food where you can just be and you don't have to worry about those other things. You know, that's the the really special thing about about being on campus is that you can just be fully your yourself as a creator. Yeah, I, I no, seriously, the food is amazing. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> it's like you, no, it really, you feel like you are in this very, like you went to a very expensive restaurant, you know, at a yep. resort. I mean, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, they, yeah, they, they, you know they take care of everything to make yep. you happy and to not yep. worry about anything and just concentrate on creating. That's right. That's our goal. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you have a lineup of workshops coming up. So I wanted you to tell us about some examples of these workshops that can benefit multicultural writers and illustrators. Before I even started working at the Highlights Foundation, I had come up for summer camp as a writer, uh, as a student. And I really, I just, I, I fell in love, of course, with not only the campus, but just all the people and everything, all the offerings that we give. So I had brought myself with uh, Mia Garcia and Nonica Ramos, two other Latinx authors. We had brought something called the Latinx Symposium to highlight when we said we would like to do this. They immediately said, absolutely. So the symposiums are part of a, of a series that we call Essential Conversations. And as I mentioned with the AAPI retreat, they are meant to be in community. So you know this, 
uh, Christian, that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Latinx people are not a monolith. There are so many, we were just talking before, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of, like I'm the, probably the first uh, Uruguayan American that you met. Yes. <laughs> so, so, you know, we, no one says that we are all the same or that we are a monolith, but we do have a lot of the same challenges and a lot of the same uh, goals. So when we are able to come together in a symposium in community and talk about those things, we can really get so so many things accomplished and a lot of wonderful idea generating that happens when we get to be in our own communities. That's something that highlights very much wants to foster. So the Latinx Symposium retreat is going to be in October. So look out for that soon. Uh, we have a couple of online of events that are happening and those are the those minis that I mentioned and those are really cool because like I said they're very affordable you can come to them when you're not entirely sure where you are in your writing journey but you are interested we have one coming up at the end of July called reading like a writer and it's about how you can read more closely about like how does this book work? <laughs> Why is this working? This published book, let me take it apart and think about it in a way that can inform my writing. So that's really exciting. And that's a one night mini. And then we have other minis about world building, as I mentioned, about picture book structure. We also have a really exciting mini. I, I'm excited about all my courses. So I say they're all exciting, but <laughs> you know, come with me here. Um, but in August, we have a really great one about two authors, how to co-author a book. So that's a really interesting topic that I haven't really seen a lot of other courses tackle. Like, you know, if you have, if you are co-authoring a book, how does that work? Why you might make it work? So that's a lot of the online stuff that we have coming up. And then we just have just so many other, we have a rhyming picture book mini coming up. I think that that I, I mentioned the Latinx one because, of course, that's the one that I'm already getting ready for. In August, uh, I think I mentioned it before, So You Want to Be an Author Illustrator, because a lot of people who come up with ideas for picture books they are, are, are also illustrators. So they are like, well, this is an idea I had, and I would like to illustrate it too, but I'm not sure how to do that. So that's a wonderful course. There's a great retreat coming up in uh, August, picture book writers and illustrators, uh, a working retreat. So it's, there's a little bit of content and a lot of working on your, on your book to get, you know, working hard on your book. Did I, did I, I, did I say all of them? No, we have so many (laughs) more. If you look at highlightsfoundation.org, you'll see the ones that are, that are currently up and available, but we will have more on the website starting to open up for registration very soon. Um, It's a long list. (laughs) It's a long list. It seems to get longer. (laughs) That's true. Uh, But we, you know, there's, there's, we really do try to have things that are for illustrators for picture book writers, for novel writers, for nonfiction writers, for poetry writers. Um, we try to find as many things as we can for people to, to plug in and see what they're even interested in. The Latinx symposium that you mentioned, is that mm-hmm. going to be in person or online? It's going to be in person. So this is going to be our first time doing it in person because the pandemic sort of ruined our plans in the past. So it's going to be in person this time. And I'm very excited. I'm, I, I, I have ideas, I, which I cannot share with you yet, on who, who I want to invite uh, as faculty. But some of the faculty that we had last year, for we, last year we had it online. And we had amazing faculty. We had Ernesto Cisneros. We had Hilda Burgos. We had Maika and Maritza Muli, who are a beautiful duo, Haitian sisters who write together 
talk about how to co-author a book together. They're sisters and they write together. Their books are incredible. So th- that's just a small sampling of, of the level of people. We also have the, the Jewish Symposium coming this year. That's, I think, in its third year or fourth year. But there's so much for people. Um, there's so much where people can can really plug in. We also have partnerships. I could talk all day. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm taking over the conversation, but we have partnerships. Like we have a partnership with Brown Bookshelf called Amplify Black Stories. And that's really to try to create a, like a, a year-long sort of mentoring program for Black creators. We see those partnerships as ways that we can help, again, get that diversity and integrity into children's publishing. We have a similar thing where we, with the uh, Doris Duke Foundation, where we call the Muslim Storyteller Fellowship. And again, that is a beautiful cohort of a Muslim children's book creators that we, uh, you know, are sort of partnering to try to get more of their stories out into the world, because we feel like that's very important. It's definitely very important, especially as we get more diversity in the schools. We're doing them a disservice if we don't offer them all this multicultural literature that yeah, they can I learn from. I agree. I mean, it's, you know, we want to be able to, the, to reflect the, the kids that are there, but we also want to show that other kids that the world is much maybe wider than their experience wherever they are. We're not, we're not trying to tell one story. We're trying to tell many stories, as many as there are. That's very important, definitely. Many writers and illustrators don't have the financial means to attend such amazing mm. workshops and retreats. Is there mm. any financial assistance available? So there is. We work hard to give out scholarships. And we have a general scholarship that I think we gave out a close to 90 recipients. I believe oh, wow. that uh, it was 70000 plus dollars in scholarship. The, the criteria is serious of purpose. So we, we just want to know that the candidate is serious about making work for children. Talent. So the, again, that kind of goes back to the seriousness of purpose that people are been working on their craft and then ex- exhibit some sort of financial need. We have that process. And we actually just, I think it was in April, we announced the full scholarship list. So we'll do that every year. We'll, we'll have a, a, a general scholarship fund people can apply to. But we also have special named scholarships. So we do have a Latinx storyteller scholarship that is specifically for Latinx storytellers. And that could be illustrators or writers. We have a Jewish writers and illustrators of color scholarship. We have a, an indigenous storyteller scholarship. There's there's so many. There's a page on our website that's just scholarships, and you can see all of the different scholarships. Some of them are named for just important people. We have the Floyd Cooper Scholarship. Floyd Cooper was such an important friend to Highlight Foundation, really just incredible, incredible person and an incredible creator. So we have a scholarship named after Floyd. Oh, we have like a Kid Lit Pride Scholarship for illustrators and writers from the LGBTQIA plus community. There's a lot of ways that people can get help with taking a highlights retreat. And this isn't just for on pers- in person, it's also for online courses. So we, we definitely want to reach more people. That, As I mentioned before, one of the gifts of the pandemic was that we were able to sort of open up and say, hey, we can actually reach people in a lot of different ways. Can these creators apply for these scholarships anytime or is there a specific time of the year when they need to apply? 
there's a specific time of the year and it begins this year it began in March uh, I think people were notified in April um, so there's a there's an application period and there's a time and you can find out all the details on what those general scholarships and the special name scholarships are on our website highlightsfoundation.org that is very important to let our uh, listeners know. Well, I hope our listeners learn more about the Highlights Foundation and they were able to see how it can benefit them or anybody that they know. The Highlights Foundation is a public, non-for-profit 501c3 organization. It receives support from individuals, publishing companies, and other writer organizations who believe in its mission. To make a donation, please visit highlightsfoundation.org your donation is tax deductible. Alexandra yeah. Villasante, thank you so much for sharing with us today on Latino Book Chat. Cristian, it was a pleasure. You made my day, my week. It was so <laughs> fun just being with you and talking about all the good stuff. And uh, I look forward to hearing much more from you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Take Alexandra. Care. It was a pleasure. You too. Thank you for joining us today. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at latinobookchat.com. Please subscribe on your favorite platform. Whatever you're listening to us today, please give us a positive review and as many stars as possible. Sharing the show will help it grow and continue to come to you. Thank you for your support. Hasta pronto. Latino Book Chat is a production of Nicagal Media. Today's episode was hosted, produced, and edited by Christian Meneses Jacobs.